Hey, we're underway with our three of the morning show on a Friday, the 1st of March. March coming in like a lamb this year with temperatures up around 50 degrees for a high today, which would be about 20 degrees above the normal. Looking forward to that right now. 31 at the airport, 32 downtown. Lagging behind in Superior, where it's 24 at the Bong Airport there. Neil Atkins joining us. It is Friday after all. Good morning, Neil. Chilly over in Superior. Yeah, eh? not sure why the deal is. Well, they take uh, the reading at the airport, and the Bong Airport kind of in a low spot there. So, uh-huh. Although the whole city is really a low spot, now that I think about it, compared to Duluth, which is well, you know, the, up over the... You, know. you, you could say that Superior is <laughs> no, in a no, low no. spot. Yeah. But no, so, well, be nice to the Superior yeah, Thank you, folks. yeah. You know, you folks were supposed to be number one at one time. That's right. By the way, somebody shut off the screen over here on the computer. I'm sitting there zigging the mouse around trying to get it going, and I go, well, I'll try to turn this. Somebody shut the screen off. What's wrong with these people? I have no idea. I don't even know who uses that besides you. Somebody in the middle of the night. Rick Jordan comes (laughs) in and uses it. Well, Rick, yeah, but he's not even in here yet. So I thought he'd been fiddling with Uh -uh. stuff. Uh-uh. Not yet. So, uh, well, Superior, you know, back in the day... Yeah, I, Superior I is going to be the big town. They were platted to be as big as Chicago, basically. Uh-huh. That's why the the city limits are huge. I mean, we've got a big forest in the middle of town, too, which is yep. kind of weird. And all of a sudden, Duluth is the spot that took off. Yeah. And Well, what ended up happening... That was the canal that did it. That uh, Well, the canal was one thing, but yeah. also uh, the discovery of the iron ore. Yeah. And uh, the rail came right down... You know, rail came down here, mm-hmm. and uh, instead of crossing over, and, and all of a sudden there you have right. it. The terminus is here, and that's when they dug the ship canal. Mm. And uh, that would have should have been done when they first settled Duluth. You know, they had the port out here by Fitkers. Yeah. And uh, every other year, the <laughs> gales of November <laughs> destroyed the port. Yeah, that was not a good Then all of a sudden, a somebody got the bright idea in the 1880s or 1890s, yeah. whatever it was, well, maybe we should cut a channel yeah. into the bay there. All Kinda you like, had to do is go through the Superior Entry. You didn't have to go through all yeah, that. Yeah, but you got to go all the way over oh, there no, and come around, and you got to dredge miles. all that out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. But then there was the competition, and yeah. there were hard feelings. And I think sometimes <sighs> uh, I think there's still some hard feelings. There. I suppose there is. But uh, it's the competition. There's still competition. People yeah. say there isn't. Mm-hmm. There's still competition between Duluth and Superior. And uh, but generally, whatever happens in Superior or Duluth is good for the area because Absolutely. I don't know of any major business. Or government, university, school system, or whatever, doesn't have residents from Duluth or Superior right. working in Duluth and Superior. Yeah, so and they're I'm guilty of the, uh, as charged. Remember the old song, "Cross over the bridge." <laughs> there you go. Was that gold? That wasn't day. that gold finds cross over the bridge? Uh, well, gold finds by the bridge. I don't know. Was I thought they. I thought they had the cross over the bridge to gold finds by the bridge or something like ah, that. That could be. Well, know, we got Patty t- Page sang that song yeah. back when. So should talk to John Goldfine about that. He'd, I suppose I could dig out the song. Should get John on the deal. We got a phone call already this morning. Who may? Who may I be? I don't know. Hi, who's this? Tim from Duluth. All right. Good morning. Yeah, say Tracy Lundine calls Superior Boomtown. Yeah. Boomtown? Yeah. I like that. What are they booming? Business. <laughs> are yeah. they? 
They got a decent mayor over there too. Do they? Uh-huh. Yeah, uh-huh. that's what it is. At least. Well, he wants to. He, he wants to stop that uh, Minnesota Power expansion yeah. over there. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Say, I was going to ask you, Neil. You know, what's this about Governor Arne Carlson regretting endorsing Tim Walz for governor? Do you, do you read anything about that? Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure he has regretted. He's turned. Oh. Arne's kind of turned over to the left, over to the DFL side, more or less, on a lot of the issues. Yeah, well, I mean, he's complaining about Walz, apparently. You know, when Walz did let, did let a bunch of hippies burn down Minneapolis, you know, so I, I, I was kind of wondering if it was that. Uh, and they he, they did they didn't they delayed it down in Minneapolis, the mayor delayed the governor delayed in calling in the national guard. They should have immediately called in the national guard, and they did not. Oh, I, hip- I always thought hippies were supposed to be nonviolent. Well, they sure were violent, <laughs> weren't they? I'm yeah. not sure the class of hippies. What does that mean, actually? Uh, people people and wanting people. destruction. Oh, I see. Okay. okay. I, yeah, I don't think yeah. hippies wanted destruction way back when. Back in the day, but the, they the, just, the folks... changed their definition over the years. <laughs> the folks that were down there, I don't know if it was Antifa or people ah, that got into yeah. the deal, but... Yeah, Black uh, Lives Matter. Tim, I talked to... Yeah. I, that, too. I talked to some folks down there, and they were going around and trying to help the police, and they found pallets that had been dropped strategically with bricks on them. Paid. What? Paid by somebody to strategically have oh, bricks you for rioters to throw. You bet. Now, you is bet. that a hearsay or is that's, that... That's a for sure. For I've sure. got photographs of it. Wow. Yeah. That's weird. And everybody... there, There's been some massive... Uh, let's shove this onto the side because it's yeah. over now. Well, true. And it would be nice to find out exactly what was going on yeah. at that point. Actually, there is a documentary that's coming out that heralds the whole deal. Oh, really? And does not put the governor's office, the mayor's office, or those in control uh, under a good light. Wow. So, All right. We're thanks, at eight, Tim. We're at 817. we got to take a break. Now, back to the KDAL Morning Show. All right, as requested by Neil, a little Rocky Mountain High this Thank morning. Thank you, John with, Denver. Uh, John Denver, has, that's where Bruce is now. I'm not sure he's getting all that high. Getting well, let's hope not. It is legal out there. <laughs> yeah, you know it. To buy and everything. Oh, yeah. We're in Minnesota. It's, a, it's yeah. legal to smoke, but not to buy. Yeah. But well, eventually they'll... They'll uh, get around to it at some point. So I had a, uh, a friend of mine uh, and his brother... And this is I got to know them later, in in my in his life, but um, he and his brother managed a bunch of acts here in Duluth when the old arena was going on. Really, and or the armory was going on, and you know knew Lou Lotto and all those guys. But they managed acts back in the fifties and sixties, and they did it so well that some of these acts that had come to town asked if they'd if they'd manage them. And as time went on, guess who one of the stars was that they managed. I don't and know. booked John Denver. Really? Yep. Oh, cool. And he used to tell me about uh, dealing with John Denver and some Mac Davis was one of them. Johnny mm-hmm. Cash. They had Johnny Cash under contract at one point in time, sure. and and a bunch of them. And so he was giving me little stories about these folks. Mm. And I said, you know, John Denver, he'd go and talk about communities and all. He said, well, Denver would do a r- little bit of research. On each community he'd go to. Really? And when he'd come to Duluth, he'd go, <laughs> Hello, Duluth, or Hi, Duluth. Yeah. And he'd say something about Duluth, and the crowd would go wild. Sure. And he'd get them get rolling. So he said <laughs> that uh, Denver, of course, was one of the more 
genuine and more energetic uh, stars that he dealt with. But he said, one of the things you have to remember, Neil, so I asked him about him, is that these folks, their job is to perform and perfect their site. Denver's was vocals, you know, Johnny Cash vocals and playing, and that's what they did. They ate, lived, and breathed it. So so you have to understand that that was their whole life, Mm -hmm. perfecting their trade. Yeah. And that was their trade. It was interesting. Yeah, John Denver, uh, well, left us way too early. I forget what his age was when he crashed. Well, he crashed crashed an airplane. He had an experimental. uh, uh, One of those homemade deals, I think. Well, you know, it's it. You buy them, and then you put them together, yeah. and uh, with mm. well, I, I'm sure with some help. So I don't yeah. know if there was a failure of the aircraft, or if it was pilot area yeah, error. No, but I believe no. he crashed into the uh, water yeah. out on the west coast. So that was a yeah. sad deal. John Denver, oh, yeah. I always liked him. Uh, was, I, a... Always seemed like a happy guy. Yeah. Well, that might have something to do with it too. So guess who's eighty today? Oh, from the Who? Yeah. Yes. So Roger Daltrey. Roger Daltrey's 80 day. I don't know if the Who is still performing or not. Are they? I, Kenny said they are. They, okay. I think Daltrey. Pete and, Townsend and Daltrey. I think there's maybe two of them left that are yeah. still uh, out of the group that are okay. performing. But that's amazing when you. But then you got <laughs> Mick Jagger dancing around the stage. Oh yeah, and a he's about of the same age. Eighty-ish, a yeah. little bit more. So these guys are the same age <laughs> as the president of the United States. Right. And uh, you know. Biden obviously right. is not in good shape, as good shape as Mick Jagger. Well, maybe not. Or Roger Daltrey. Obviously, uh, Joe can't prance around on the stage and do flips <laughs> and all that sort of thing. Now, they say that one of the reasons why he walks the way he does stiffly oh, yeah, yeah. is because he has some spinal issues. Right. That's what came out of his physical. Well, otherwise, I guess he's in pretty good shape. It sounds That's like. what they claim. Yeah. So. And then they claim, of course, they go back mm-hmm. to the fact that when he messes up and he mispronounces or he misconstrues things, uh-huh. that it's all because back in his early days he stuttered. Yeah. And so mm-hmm. uh, on on his side, every time he miscategorized something, they yeah. try to go back and give the excuse, well, you know, he was a stutterer at <laughs> one point in time, and that's why he's blowing this, this, and that. Hey, when you're 80 years old, I, you know, I, I'm i not anywhere near 80, thank God, but uh, I still have issues every once in a while trying to remember things. Or... Well, that's the question, right. and that's the question that But Dean... I think I'm still, you know, cognizant enough to do the duties but I But you're not 80. Do. You're not 80 no, yet. No, but... Yeah. But that's what Dean Phillips is saying. But Joe, as you get Joe older, Biden, that happens more. So Dean, Dean Phillips is saying Joe Biden's too old. Yeah, should not well. be running. Should be out of the out of the deal. Should bow out gracefully and <laughs> and open it up to somebody and else. Trump is what seventy eight, so he's seventy seven. Seventy seven, uh, so he's close behind. So. Close behind. So is Trump too old? Uh, yeah. Who knows? But those are the two that both parties are heralding. So, All right. and the primaries are coming up uh, this next week. Yeah, Super, uh, Super Tuesday. Tuesday. And uh, Minnesota, a part of Super Tuesday now, even though it's going to not be all that super, I guess, with what we have to choose from. Well, you've got on the Republican side. not really side, a contest uh, going on either party. Well, you got on the Republican side, Nikki Haley well, is the yeah. biggest challenger, and she's been getting uh, uh, close to 40% of the vote in a couple of the other primaries. Really? Right. So. But still, yeah. Trump's walking away with sixty percent. But not nearly the excitement there have been in previous years. No. For the, uh, and on the uh, Democratic side, you've just you know Dean Phillips coming yeah. in under three percent, 
and Biden is walking away with about 80, and then you've got the not committed there. I talked to a good Democrat yesterday uh-huh. asking him what he was going to do in the primary, and he said if he can, he was going to vote non-committed. Is there a non-committed in Minnesota? I don't know. I'm not, I, I know, I know in, in Minnesota Michigan, or Michigan. Michigan there was. I don't know. So, uh, so we'll see. All right. And then, of course, you've got... Uh, there might now, be other options. you always got Phillips on the ballot, probably. You could vote for Dean Phillips. Yeah. And, again, he's been coming in at about 3%. Okay. And, well, his uh, home state, he might do better. Who knows? Oh, well, maybe, maybe he'll win his district. Didn't help Nikki Haley all that much. But... He, he could win his district, you know. <laughs> well, that's true. Well, that's got a couple we, uh, we got another phone call, Neil. Who's that? Are you ready? I don't yeah. know. Hi, who's this? Hey, good morning. Corey from the range. That's Corey, Corey from the range. Are you going to vote yeah, and- uncommitted? <laughs> Pretty interesting that there was more uncommitted uh, than Joe Biden got for votes. So I think it was like 60 to 30 percent or somewhere in there. And you look, Nikki Haley got hammered in Michigan and Pelosi was involved. <laughs> was it Pelosi that was on the ballot or was it Haley? No, no. Pelosi's <laughs> husband got hammered out in uh, at oh. the house. That guy supposedly broke in and hammered him with a hammer. Oh, oh yes, that one. Yes, yes, we know that. Yes, yes, yes. I'm sorry yes. it went over our heads. Yes, yes. Uh, you, that's know. okay. Not hard that's, to do. Yeah. Well, you know, that's how it is sometimes here on Fridays, Corey. So. Mm-hmm. Hey, there you, hey, we got to keep them a little light. And just a reminder to everybody out there today, today is March 1st. You need new fishing licenses for the state of Minnesota. Oh, that's right. If you want to go so fishing. Go Yep, go get your fishing license. Okay, you better get them because there might be an early ice out here. We're in the land of 10,000 lakes and taxes, and you cannot get a free license until you're 90 years old in the state of Minnesota. I thought disabled veterans could get a free license. 100%, yeah, but but you have to be the age of 90. And how many people are still standing, let alone getting in a boat at 90 years old? A few, <laughs> a few. Well, they but, deserve uh, a free license when they hit ninety. Yeah, it isn't that special. Right. Yeah, they yeah. should put it at eighty, but just all right. right. Well, Gentlemen, I don't know. have a good weekend. All right, Corey. If you can Corey, be, you you can be uh, fishing at eighty, you can be president at eighty. I figure that's the same thing. Well, you know, you could be a fisher <laughs> of men. Yeah, well, I like that. Mm-hmm. All right, I got this for you, Neil. Yes. Miss Patty Page. You're a guy oh. who's had a gal in each and every port. And you forget the rules of love that life has always taught. And if you broke as many hearts as ripples in a stream, well, brother, here's the only way that you can be redeemed. Cross over the bridge. Ah, yes, Cross I'm waiting for that. <laughs> There they are over there on each side. That's right. If you're in Duluth, go ahead and cross over the bridge to Superior and vice versa. Good deals over in Superior. Yeah. Well, true. Where are they? I don't know. Tell me. And then we got hills in Duluth. So. Yeah, true, true. <laughs> I, I see all kinds of advertising for places in Superior, yeah. appliance stores and clothing and oh, sports well, stores man. and all that sort of stuff. The mall's a little uh, iffy at this point, but uh, over other there? than that, yeah. What's I mean, happened with the Mariner Mall? It disappeared, basically. Yeah. It's uh, just a bunch of businesses in there now, I guess. So. Uh, sad deal. The, yeah, uh, it's just, I think it was just the placement. Well, all malls are having issues, but the mall in Duluth seems to be going strong all the time. So, Well, they, uh, uh, I talked to somebody that works with them up there the other day. I happened yeah. to be at an event, and, and she was telling me, how things with this mall have uh, dramatically turned around. We were talking about the yeah. roof up there. Remember oh, the ra- last year? It was about a year ago when we had all that snow. Yeah, right? a portion of the roof collapsed. Right. And, uh, apparently, 
when the, the roof had been redone, uh, uh, a company from down south did it, and they didn't do it to our standards oh, up well, here. They don't have that much snow down south. But they were they were saying that the um, uh, the people I talked to were saying that eventually the entire roof up there will be replaced, and uh, and of course it'll be hardened and that sort of thing. But mm-hmm. uh, there was disruption there for a while. But she they they were saying uh, she was saying and a couple of the others that I talked to that uh, you know things have turned around dramatically up there. And things are going well. That that particular our mall is right. doing well financially. Of course, they've got that big Essentia footprint up there. Well, yeah. But again, uh, that, does that belong in a mall or not? But that's well, you know, around the country. She was telling me around the country, uh, a lot of malls have right. gone to do different things. They've tried to do yeah. uh, entertainment pipe packages. There's been some mm-hmm. malls that have done like uh, 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 connected with Ramada and that sort of thing. So they've uh, done things like that with hotel right. complexes. Well, look at the Mall of America. You go oh, down the Mall of America and you got all still the doing pretty well, hotels think, yeah. all around there right. connected. And so a lot of them have gone that way since the pandemic. And this is the deal is trying to draw mm-hmm. people back in. And apparently our mall up here is doing pretty darn good. Yeah, I think so too. Uh, Wall Street opening this morning. You can't go wrong on this one. Uh, really? Mixed. Uh, mixed. Yeah. Okay, thank you. <laughs> So it's up and down, apparently. Mm-hmm. Uh, at the opening bell, the Dow is slightly lower. The S&P 500 NASDAQ slightly higher. Well. So take your pick. Some of them, uh, the, remember the Dow Jones Industrial is 30 different companies. Right. And they and, got a, who's the new one now? Walgreens is out and yeah, they somebody else was in. in um, I forget. What, they put in Amazon? Or, oh, yeah, I think uh, you're Amazon, right. Something yeah. like that. Okay. It's it's looking at the the bigness of the, right. and the, se- the largeness of the sectors and mm-hmm. where the market share is and all that. Now, which one is the more techie one? That's uh, the NASDAQ, maybe? NASDAQ has always been the one with the smaller tech or the tech companies. And, of course, uh, like Apple and Microsoft Mm -hmm. and a bunch of them used to trade on the NASDAQ. Now they trade, uh, a number of them trade on the Dow Jones Industrial Average because they've gotten so big. (laughs) And NASDAQ generally is for medium to, generally has been for medium to smaller size companies, and a lot of those have been the tech companies right. and, and a lot of the mineral companies too you know oh uh, any right. anytime there's a new mineral out there you get a whole bunch of startups that try to entice people into investing in them and just like the whole marijuana industry yeah. there were thousands of little companies that started up and everybody thought they were going to make a boatload of money Speaking of which, whatever happened to cryptocurrency? Is that still uh, it's still out there? Yeah, is it I going heard that good Bitcoin or? Bitcoin had gotten way down. To, I still don't understand how it all works, but yeah, uh, it had it had been way up there into like sixty thousand or yeah. whatever, and then it went down to below twenty thousand, and now it's going back back again, up huh? again, way up there. Right. I've I've never uh, dealt with it, yeah. and uh, it's volatile. There's still a lot of skepticism on it, but they monitored it. If you watch the Financial News Network, you, yeah. you see Bitcoin on there. Okay. There's a whole bunch of others. Good way to make crypto. a lot of money in a hurry or lose a lot of money in a uh-huh. hurry. Uh-huh. <laughs> got to love those places. Or yeah. if you forget, I think you got to trade it on. Uh, you have to have your passwords and your money transfers to wherever you know you have to have your money on either, either on a credit card or out of your bank account mm. going into a spot then you have to remember your passwords and your codes and there's been horror stories about people not remembering their oh, passwords no. or losing them or whatever yeah. so i don't know i don't know but 
I don't know right. if some, anybody's played Bitcoin out there and wants to tell us about it, they're welcome <laughs> to call us, 7220839. There you go. Get that number out there, Neil. Good job. Yeah. Uh, I guess uh, ex-President Trump is at it again. California Governor Gavin Newsom is now new scum, according to uh, uh, ex-President Trump. New scum, okay. Yeah. I'll well, you, you know, Newsom, unbelievable. Newsom flaps his gums out there on stuff. <laughs> oh, yeah. California is one of the toughest New states scum. to do business in. It's one of the highest tax states in the country. Mm-hmm. And uh, apparently people and businesses are li- leaving in droves from yeah. California and relocating somewhere else. So I don't know how anybody can afford to live in California. It's, ex- it's pricey out yeah, there. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah. I mean... Houses and gasoline, among other things, are just like, sky high. Yeah, gasoline's like at least a buck to oh. a buck and a half a gallon more than what we are. Of course, you got the high tech stuff out there; they're making good bucks. But I yeah. don't know how how anybody else can handle it. But yeah, I know hmm. the. Uh, but now you had the president and the Donald, yeah. uh, both of them down in different areas in Texas yeah. talking about the just border. miles apart on the border. <laughs> That's right, and then the president now has, according to the media. Mm-hmm. Re- Reach out with an olive branch well, to wants, the former president. He wants Trump to, you know, uh, stick with the thing that's in Congress that he has said he doesn't want it to pass until he becomes president again or something. He wants he wants Trump to come together with him yeah. and jointly get this border thing done yeah. and do a handshake <laughs> and it'll all get done and it'll yeah. be all good. Well, okay. Trump doesn't want that because that. Takes away some of his uh, push. Well, for apparently Trump is going to make yeah. a statement on this. So oh, he it'll, is. it'll be interesting what he has to say. Yeah, Biden is, introdu- is inviting the former president to uh, join him in telling Congress to pass the border bill that Trump rallied his allies against back in February. So we'll see what happens. Well, apparently the uh, the guy that's the head of the uh, uh, Border uh, Patrol uh, Union or uh, organization. Uh, was not invited to join Biden, and he went and joined oh. Trump. Apparently, he's been on all the news networks, and he's been very outspoken uh, against the Biden administration for their failure of dealing with border security. Right. So, uh, obviously, they did not invite him, and he's the head of the union. So, Let's uh, head back to the phones, Neil. Hi, who's this? This is Dan from Renshaw. What's up, Dan? Dan? How are you? Pretty good. You know the border bill? Uh, Biden's border bill, or I don't know what they call it, the BBB or whatever. Uh, it's uh, like it. All it is is uh, trying to get more staff so they can get more people uh, working into the system and getting them here in the United States to vote Democrat. It's just another scam, you know, and, and uh, most of the people that are involved in illegal uh, illegals coming up from the South. They're not in favor of the Biden border bill because it's it, they just want to get more staff so they can, you know, get... He says, well, we're going to have judges come in so we can uh, uh, prosecute or uh, filter people earlier. But that's just, a, you know, it's all about putting money into staff so that they can get people into the cities into the so that they can vote Democrat. It's all a scam, and people need to wake up to what they're doing. Meanwhile, we have little girls being raped and people being robbed and... And uh, uh, the cost for health care is going up. Uh, it's just ripping our country apart. So uh, don't endorse the Biden border deal because it's a scam. All right. Thanks well, for the call. The, the troubling thing about the Biden border deal is that they were saying that uh, until 5,000 
people coming across illegally are hit a day, mm. uh, uh, that's when they're going to cut it off. Well, how many days in a year there, David? Uh, 365 and a quarter. By 5,000, what, is that, what yeah. is that equal? I don't know. I'm that's, not that that's, good at math. That's, that's a bunch. A couple million. Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah. And all of a sudden, you got 5,000 a day. Uh, uh, you know, you're doing, you're, you're not solving any problems here whatsoever. And I think that's where uh, the Republicans are digging their heels in on this. Yeah. But uh, again, it doesn't appear as though anything's going to get solved no. anytime soon. And unfortunately, uh, uh, funding to assist Israel and assist uh, Ukraine is stalled. By the way, speaking of uh, Israel here, yeah. uh, 14 people were arrested for trespassing during a protest at Minnesota at the Minnesota governor's St. Paul home. Oh, I heard that. Governor uh, Walsh, uh, apparently these people... Now, these were not right-wing bootstrappers here, Dave. No. These were anti-war in Israel and right. Palestine. These were pro-Palestine people. Right. Trumping across into his house, trying Trumpin'? to get into his house. <laughs> Trumping. <laughs> Trumping away. But not not supporting Trump. No, and, I wouldn't think. And, uh, and they're all arrested for... Wow. For protesting and uh, as a protester, you can only do so much apparently before. Uh, well, you know, longer the, the long tracks down on you. The spokesman for East Cliff is the governor's residence, mm. and and the spokesman for well, actually, a state patrol officer said that you know we support uh, people's First Amendment rights, right. but jumping a fence <laughs> and trespassing on it's just like at the White House. There you they go. jump the fence at the White that. House. You jump the fence. You're luckily you don't get shot. Well, this is true. Yeah. So. So anyway, people right. getting out of hand and going crazy. We got another call. Hi, who's this? Hey, good morning. This is Tom from Fort Wayne. Tom, we're shaking. Well, this morning, I wanted to say something now that February's over and Black History Month is done. Uh, I don't think you can tell history whether it, about America, whether it's with black people, white people, or Native Americans, without it being very complicated. I'll give you a, a couple quick examples. Here uh, in Ripon, Wisconsin, uh, 53 white men uh, started a Republican Party. And the party platform was their opposition to slavery. I watched Henry Louis Gates, that's the professor from the Beer Summit that Obama had sure. with the white police officer. His program on PBS uh, had CNN's anchor... Uh, Suzanne Malveaux from many, this is quite a few years back. She's an African-American woman. She finds out through Henry Louis Gates that her family, along with 600-plus other families in Louisiana, were slaveholders. They were black. They were also slaveholders. We had in this hemisphere, Haiti, the first country that revolted, uh, black slaves revolted and gained their independence, way back in 1804 from the French, yet today it is the one country, not solely, but one country that still in 2024 participates in slavery, black people holding other black people slavery, mostly young girls. Uh, you know, the, the story of African-Americans, white people, and Native Americans is a very complicated story. And when you have Black History Month that seems to solely focus on exclusively African-Americans, they do the 
themselves and the rest of uh, history a disservice because it isn't so cut and dry, white people bad, black people good, and here's the story. It's very complicated. Black people owned slaves. Black people participated in slavery back in Africa. That's how many of them ended up here. One chief would conquer another tribe, and he'd say, here, you white guys, you want them? I'll sell them to you. You know, it's, it, it is very disingenuous for us to go through this history isolating certain people. We're all in this together. We all have a common history. Some of it's good, some of it's bad. I would say good would be the Republicans here in Wisconsin. I'm ripping Wisconsin. Starting a party with the main platform was their opposition to slavery. Mm-hmm. We have white abolitionists who never get a moment of air time uh, during Black History Month. Why? I do not understand that. Well, that's and, a, that's the narrative that's going on out there, but... So uh, I got a question for you, Tom. Now I've got the numbers here in front in front of you. Uh, what's your guess of what the percentage of the population in the United States uh, are of African American descent? Well, it's approximately thirteen percent. Thirteen point six as of July first. It's it's what thirteen point six. Right. Okay, now here's the problem. You know, we now have Hispanics that have, have displaced them as the largest minority group. The uh, Hispanic you know, uh, population is 19.1%. Mm-hmm. Correct. Yep. Here again, you know, I do not understand why black people are not out in the streets over this unmitigated migration into this country. We have black people in this country for hundreds of years that are living in... They have no opportunities for jobs, yet we kick the border wall down and let all kinds of other people march in. Some of them were Haitians, but only a fraction of the people that have come here are African, are, uh, from Africa or uh, black from South America and the islands. Right, yet, right. The, the, there, there have been, there have been, for- Tom, there have been people be uh, outspoken in the black communities in Chicago, New York, and some of the other bigger mm-hmm. uh, cities that are challenging the Biden administration that are that are enraged about what's happening in their cities with all the illegals coming in, displacing kids' programs, inner-city school programs, and the whole nine yards. So there, there is a, a small movement there of people in the black community speaking out yeah. on the illegals. So it is starting to happen. Thank you, Tom, for the call. Appreciate it. We've got to run 8.50 now in the morning on KDAL. It's good news week. Someone's dropped a bomb somewhere, contaminating atmosphere and blackening the sky. It's good news week. Do you have good Someone's news for me? The uh, Every week is good news week. Somewhere there's, there's always something going on around the world, it appears. See, now I heard Vlad Putin yeah. rattled the sabers. We have oh. nuclear bombs that could be threat to nuclear oh. war if you people don't leave us alone with our conquering of Ukraine. Mr. Putin, we have the same nuclear bombs. That's it. That's it. Mutually assured destruction, yeah. as they say. Yeah. You don't want to threaten anybody oh. and certainly don't want to follow through with those threats or you're basically shooting yourself in the foot. He keeps on rattling the sabers. Yeah. North Korea keeps on testing their missiles and on and on and on. All right. So uh, uh, the the final chapter on the breakdown of uh, population via race in the U.S. 
Uh, people that are of the Caucasian side, of course, the statistics call it white, uh, 75%. And uh, Native Americans, American Indians, uh, Alaskan Natives, and so on, less than 2%. And Asian, people of Asian descent, only 6%. A little mm. bit more than 6%. I thought it would be more than that. Yeah. And uh, and then you uh, then they, they break it down to two or more races and uh, and on and on and on. So, well, you got border issues in South Texas, and you got fires now in North Texas. Well, I'll Holy tell you, that, cow. that whole uh, tinder, tinder box oh, there, I talked is... to some people on that, yeah. that that know the area, and they said it's just terrible. It's spread now from the Texas panhandle into Oklahoma as well. Uh, 30,000 acres burned as of uh, last night and has killed two people so far. Uh, Two deaths reported. Uh, An Amarillo woman, the latest, she died after a car was surrounded by the fire. Boy, I'll tell you. And this stuff spreads. Quick. I know there's not a lot of forests in the area. It's pretty much brush and grassland. grassland, And it just goes up so fast that... You can't if, uh, get a handle on it. If you get caught on that, it's not good. And that's the problem, I guess. Uh, the, let's see. It's, I think I heard some of it was less than three percent contained at this point, something like that. So, well, let's hope Still for the best on there. Yeah. yeah. And it's fires in Texas. Meanwhile, they got snow. We're talking feet oh, of snow in the, uh, in, the uh, in the mountains of 12, California. Twelve feet of snow there. <laughs> I mean, it's, I, I can't even imagine. I that. know it, and it's just going to keep snowing all weekend long. So. Well, if you're going to go you're there, you're not going to go anywhere, and if you're not there, you're not going to get there. For if you're a while. going out to ski, you oh. better go next week after yeah. this uh, last. Well, <laughs> it'll be one heck of a melt coming up in the spring for those folks. Yeah, hopefully that uh, all the snow and rain that they got earlier too is going to stick around and fill up the reservoirs, and uh, you know what? Make I'm, it a little what, easier for the folks in California to get water. What I'm told is that uh, a lot of the melt, you know, they have reservoirs, but right. California, they have never really. Tried to harness all that runoff oh. that comes off because a lot of it just goes into the ocean. I suppose. And uh, yeah. they're, they've debated it for years and tried to figure out ways how they can harness that and capture some of that water so it doesn't go into the ocean. Okay. So that they're not uh, depleting their aquifers all the time out there in California because, you know, parts of California before we moved mass millions of people in, mm-hmm. uh, we're pretty arid. The northern part of California is pretty lush and uh, right. nice. But uh, central and the southern part of California, pretty arid wow. and uh, in, in many areas. And, you know, it's been artificially right. uh, worked out with, uh, right. you know, our farming methods and all that sort of thing. Well, they so, certainly got plenty of rain this winter. And, boy, they did, didn't and they? And lots they, of snow up in the uh, mountains. So hopefully they'll be able to harness some of that stuff. And Say on the uh, local side, I just thought I'd share this before right. we rock and roll on out of here. The city of Lewis got some legal bills coming up. They oh, uh, did that, have a yeah. settlement of seventy grand mm-hmm. to that uh, Native American guy that the police arrested and dragged down the skywalk. Right. And as they dragged him down, he hit his head on a door jam, and they had it on video. Right. And uh, they did a settlement for seventy thousand to him. And of course, that whole incident, the officer uh, was not fired. Uh, the union stood up for him, and the the individual. In custody, uh, was extremely uncooperative. He was drunk right. and uh, uncooperative with the police, and obviously the police tried yeah. to remove him, and uh, it turned out to be a disaster. Yeah. Better ways to do that, I guess. Yeah, it, it turned out to be a, a disaster right. in that respect. Mm-hmm. Then now there's a class action suit going on 
could be up into the $800,000 range. Whoa. And this is with Stormwater Lawsuit, Moline Company, and a number of other uh, sign-ons. This uh, claim that the city had dramatically overcharged businesses on this stormwater charge. Oh. And they have filed a class action lawsuit against the city. So the city's looking at up to 880000 total with this incident with the Native American fellow oh. and the stormwater issue of money that they're going to have to come up wow. with in these suits. Well, is so, that a for sure? Are they going to be able to fight that? Or Well, it's it's a class action. It's still in the works, right, but yeah. uh, uh, it's up to seven hundred and ten grand. And uh, anyway, right. there's a law firm in the Twin Cities and all kinds of stuff, mm. and it's, uh, uh, it's a bigger ticket item. So that's something on the right. track there. So what's interesting is this is what I hear. So uh, there's been a number of good things that have happened since Roger Reiner's become mayor, okay? Sure. And uh, Amazon's building a small warehouse on oh, Salute. Yeah, yeah. There's a few other things. This big development up at the Old Central. And I hear that uh, the former mayor's supporters via Facebook are, are taking mm-hmm. claim that this all happened. Oh, she started oh, it all. Yeah, okay. Well, okay, so <laughs> are she going to take the blame for this $880,000 wow. deal that Reiner's inheriting or the EPA coming in and saying that the water system in Duluth is antiquated and needs to be replaced into the tens of millions of dollars. So whoever becomes the next mayor inherits the good, the bad, and the indifferent. (laughs) So, you know, hats off to them all. When Larson got elected, she inherited the good, the bad, and the ugly, and Reinhardt's doing the same thing. So there you have it. Speaking of the good, bad, and ugly, we'll be back on Monday <laughs> you got it. Uh, to do this again. And Rick Jordan will be in with the uh, Outdoor here, Friends. Here he is, all dressed up here, ready to go. <laughs> it looks like he's got his blaze orange on. I'm he does. Sure. Are you going to go hunting? <laughs> <laughs> um, I had a white sweatshirt on earlier. Yeah. And she said, that's boring. Oh, okay. oh now you got so, your orange one. Blaze yeah. orange. Now, today I hear you got to get your fishing license as of today. should get your fishing right. license. You also should probably okay. get your fishing shack off the ice. Well, uh, I hear you got to get it off early. They want you off early. They do. And uh, if you've got any sense at all, you'll I had a, a buddy that. of mine. His got frozen in uh, out in front of my house, and we were out there chopping that. And that's oh, way yeah. before. All right. Oh. got to go, guys. All right. Take care. News is next on KDAL.